This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello dear listener and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. What you been up to? Same as usual. (laughs) (laughs) How did you find, um, which one did you watch? You only live twice. You do, you do indeed. The one with the, the prominent yellow face. Yes. It was, it was fine. Yeah, I, I don't have uh, any firm recollections of that particular one. You haven't hit any other actors yet? No. Uh, next week is on Her Majesty's something service. Secret service, is it? Secret service, yes. With Which is the, the one with the one who only shows up once. Yes. Yes, the Australian actor um, George Lazenby. Mm, Lazenby Lazenby And then it's Connery again And then Never Again Except for Never Say Never Again But that's not an Eon film So, we're not watching a James Bond film today No We are, however, we are watching a British film Mm Mm-hmm I believe Probably The actors certainly suggest that it is Um, what are we watching today? We're watching... Death of the Superhero. Which I'm sure all of you have watched. Um, <laughs> please, pray tell, what is the plot synopsis? A film starring Andy Serkis in a live-action role and who is listed on the front cover for two non-live-action roles. Fair enough. Um... I would have thought you'd put him down for the Lord of the Rings rather than the Hobbit. I would have thought so too. Huh, good grief. The other one is Tintin. <laughs> Where he played Captain Feathersword. I'm going to read the back of the case now. Good, thank you. To the world around him, Donald appears to be a typical teenager. He's moody towards his parents, awkward around girls, and ambivalent about the struggle to fit in at school. But Donald also possesses an extraordinary imagination and a talent for art that sets him apart from his peers. When he is diagnosed with a life-threatening illness, Donald retreats into the fantasy world of the superheroes which he creates in order to avoid confronting the reality of his life. That's that's a long phrase with no commas in it. It was. With the help of a compassionate therapist, family and friends who care for him, and a young woman who becomes his first love, Donald decides to make the most of every day. Thomas, would you please be so kind as to unwrap the case? This This one should be easy. There's a fairly prominent... Cellulose lip. Excellent. The cellulose lip. 
It just sounds like a uh, plastic surgery uh, procedure. Ow! <laughs> ow! Ow! Thomas, ow! I didn't even hit you! <laughs> okay, uh, so the case is unwrapped. Thomas has opened the case. He has determined that the film is the film that we are going to be watching today. I have determined that the inside of the cover is unprinted. It is a completely naked insert on the inside. Thomas is going to take the disc out of the disc case. He's going to pop it into the machine. We're going to watch it and decide whether death of a superhero remains on the shelf. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to issue two. What's, what's the issue two? Oh, because it's a, a comic book mm. thing. That was, a, that was a real mongrel joke, that was. Okay, good. What did you think? It, it's rare on this podcast for me to be as as conflicted and baffled as I am now. Right. There's there's some some powerful performances and some powerful messages in this film. And it 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 didn't it didn't get to me, didn't it? No. Right. Um, I I think it did to me. I I I think I know where you're coming from. It possibly could have had more impact. I was impressed with it. the The production values were absolutely brilliant. The and the acting was was terrific. Um, I did feel. And and it's the nature of this uh, genre. Um, I certainly felt manipulated, mm. and I guess in some points knew where it was heading. Um, it it didn't throw any curveballs, and and maybe that was a deliberate thing, or I don't know. Where where did it let you down? That's the thing. I'm I'm not sure where. Is just it it didn't it didn't all come together for me. Yeah. 
for me, some bits of it were extremely natural. The interaction between the male and female leads um, was very natural, uh, I mm. felt, and, and, mm-hmm. and beautifully portrayed. Um, but there are other bits that felt very, very con- contrived. And I guess that comes to the, the and it was a contrivance that, a contrivance that was uh, the manipulative bit as well. So um. mm. this film made me uncomfortable in all the places that it needed to make me uncomfortable, and also the other places. Okay, fair enough. That's 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 the the best description of how I'm feeling I can come up with at this juncture. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. It's certainly a very hard topic um, to deal with. Mm. Um, for, for Spoiler alert. This is a spoiler break, so if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this sound. The main star of the show, Donald, uh, is dying of cancer um brain cancer i'm guessing from from where mm. the the uh, uh radiation therapy was being done and uh it, it portrayed him dealing with it his family dealing with it um and um a, 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 sudden, a sudden love interest uh dealing with it yes and and to various extents and and look i the more I think about it, um, the more it is growing on me. Um, I there there were certainly bits that jarred with me, uh, that that did make me feel uncomfortable uh, in in possibly the wrong wrong places. It, it yeah. Um, as to whether it's staying on the shelf or not, I don't know whether I can can. Put my it, it's it's quite a grueling film, mm. and, and I don't know whether I want to. To I'm really really glad that I've finally sat down and watched it, um, and for the performances alone, that it was certainly worth it, and it was um, great to see um, Andy um, Circus him uh, <laughs> Gollum um, actually. Uh, performing quite understatedly mm. um in i've seen him in non uh cgi roles um before and he's still always been quite over the top and in this film he was very very understated i thought and and played his role very very well um an incredible ensemble cast um mm-hmm. and I don't know whether whether its attempts at being clever also um, worked properly. As far as the animated scenes uh, in it, they were extremely, extremely well done um, animation-wise, but I, I don't know whether it quite worked. Yeah... I, I I think I have to agree with you there on all counts. It's 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 good animation, but it it jars with the rest of the film. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and but I, I fully appreciate what mm. they were trying to pull off, and I suspect it's very strongly uh, linked to the book that it was based mm. on. So, um, and the question is, is it okay that it jarred? Is it intended that it jarred? Yeah, um, and again, it's the imaginations of a, a brain that is is um, uh, not just. Uh, conflicted with the 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 cancer that's within it but mm. you know the fact that this kid is trying to come to terms with uh, his future or lack thereof so yeah i don't know it's i i, I think it's going to be one of those ones that sits on the shelf for a little while longer i i don't know i i wouldn't watch it again yeah Fair enough. Do you think it was worthwhile watching it, though? Yeah. 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 Okay. But I wouldn't watch it again. No. It had all the makings of a year 11, 12 study, um, except for some of the content that that may have difficulty um, getting past the school's board, I guess. But... uh, (laughs) Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so that was uh, Death of a Superhero, and if for the moment it is staying on the shelf, and, and that is not a judgment of the, the quality of the film. The camera work was just superb, the colour grading, the soundtrack was absolutely wonderful, I thought. Oh, there, there was some beautiful use of colour mm. in this. Yeah, yeah. The- uh. <laughs> the the colour grading was mm. just yeah yeah very 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 deliberate and very manipulative again mm. but I felt fine with it. it it pulled the strings in the right places as far mm. as that was concerned so yeah all right do you have anything else you wish to to say before we move on no. No, I think that's it. All right. Well, let's move on then. What's up to shelf battle right now? We've got a lot of suggestions. Gotta get through them now, or at least some of them. We've got to work that out. What's up to shelf battle royale? Okay, so we have 102, I believe, on the list. Mm-hmm. And to catch up so that everything rounds off nicely at the end, we have to pick how many today? This episode... Seven. Seven. All right. So we're upping the ante. Um, and uh, let's let's go through them. Can you roll the randomizing random randomometer, please? Powered by the random.org random integer set generator. Excellent. Wow. Even that's been anteed up. <laughs> we have, in descending order... Yes. 80... 79, 55, 47, 41, 8, and 1. And 1. Wow. How do you like them numbers? Okay. So are we going to uh, pick through them in that order? No, we're going to go back up the list. Okay. So starting with number 1. Helen. Hi, Helen. Suggests. Yes. 
Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief. Well, that's low-hanging fruit, isn't it? Mm. Of course we've both seen that. We have both seen that, and it is on the shelf. It is. And it's utter dross. It's pretty rubbish. Yeah. Um, there's little bits that I like, but yeah, a very average film. Um, and and pretty, I haven't even read the book to base that uh, assumption on. But. And a pretty bad adaptation. <laughs> right, okay. So you have read the book. I, I have read several books. Uh, yes. Um, and it's only on DVD from mm-hmm. recollection. So uh, that is a three points for Helen. Okay. Next, number, number eight. eight. Todd. Hi, Todd. Suggests the 1990 Total Recall. The 1990 Total Recall. <laughs> I've not seen it. I have seen it. I have indeed seen that. Um, and uh, we do have it on DVD. We do. We do. But on DVD only. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as I am concerned, I consider that low-hanging fruit too, Todd. Um, uh, but a, a good guess nonetheless considering yes it won't really fudge the numbers too much either way mm-hmm. i'm gonna put in a, a a bonus suggestion a bonus suggestion also from todd yes total recall 2012 oh, okay that's that's on his list is it that is also on his list right and it scores no points no points whatsoever um, so we're going to swipe that out of the uh, the running uh, right away. I have not seen it. Thomas has not seen the remake either, and it's not on the shelf. So there we go. So that's one, eight, and nine. Wow. <laughs> Moving on to 41. Uh, now, so do, do we drop the 80 at the end? Or no, we, because no, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. By the end of this, <laughs> yes. it's going to be big numbers. Big numbers. All right. Okay, number 41. Yes. M. Hi, M. Suggests... Yes. ...the 1937 Prince and the Pauper, which I have not seen. And what have I marked as... You've said you haven't seen it. No, I look, um, I think the only early version of Prince and the Pauper that I have seen um, uh, was made in the 70s uh, and it was a TV series. So uh, up till then, I was unaware of the story even. So, yes, I have not seen it either and it is not on the shelf. So zero points, M, but thanks for your contribution. But we move on to 47. Right. Also M. Hi, M again. Who suggests... M again. Sorry. Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. <laughs> which I have seen. I have seen it too. And it's on the shelf. It is on the shelf. On DVD. On DVD. And look... Is that low-hanging fruit? It's it's reasonably low-hanging fruit. It is fruit. reasonably low-hanging fruit. So, uh, M... Be proud of your three points on that one, and uh, let's move on. We move on to number 55, Lee. Hi, Lee. Suggests... Yes. Time Cop, which scores zero Zero points. points. (laughs) Oh, Lee. Uh, Now, I don't know whether that's a... uh, um, (laughs) A judgment on us or a judgment on you, because 
look, if if that did have, I don't know whether that would even get a multiplier even either. <laughs> because neither of us have watched it. Uh, well, no, but if, if one of us had watched it, would it have got a multiplier? I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, um, so, Lee, uh, thanks for your contribution and no points. Um, Number 79. Okay, he's putting a pregnant pause there. Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Suggests. Yes. Primer. I have not seen Primer. Um, I probably looked up Primer to find out what Primer was. Did I put any notes you on that? You said that you had watched it in the spreadsheet. Had I? You did. Okay. Okay, so obviously I jogged my memory. Um, Whether he has or not, it's not on the shelf. No, so it's most, not. It's one oh. unmultiplied. Primer. It doesn't ring any bells, but uh, 2004. Four friends, fledging entrepreneurs, knowing that there's something bigger and more innovative than the different error-checking devices they've built wrestle over their new invention. No. no. It's, it's a time travel time film. No, I have not seen Primer. So I will correct the record. You will correct the record. I don't know. Maybe when I went in to see whether I would, I'd accidentally hit one or yes or something. I don't know. Because I tend to copy and paste the line above and then change it. So Immediately <laughs> after 79, the we have randomizing random, random, randomometer powered by random.org's random integer set generator yes. has given us 80... Good old number 80. And, of course, we know who contributed number 80, don't we? M. Hi, M. Suggests, as good as it gets. As good as it gets. Which I've not seen and isn't on the shelf, but the spreadsheet says that you've seen. Does it? It does. Oh, that's the one with um, uh, Jack Nicholson. Which, no. No, Helen Hunt. No, I don't know what's what's gone on with the spreadsheet. Well, what's gone on is that you've been... Lax in my updating of... Or just wrong. Just wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, I have not seen that. I remember seeing the ad for it. But no, I have not seen as good as it gets. So that was a somewhat uneventful, really, um, apart from those who did get points. Mm. And, and there was I'll, some. And I'll update the leaderboard as soon as I remember or someone yells at me. That's right. Um, because it's no, 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 no. convoluted. Uh, because remember, um, we came to a... Uh, we had a... Uh, a meeting, a committee meeting, and we discussed the whys and wherefores of mm. updating it and felt that um, we wouldn't do it straight away so it would make people listen to the podcast. Uh-huh. Remember that in, conversation that we in had? In which we have, as yet, not read the leaderboard. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So, Thomas... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> it will be updated it will be as soon updated as I remember. As soon as Thomas remembers. Um, I, what, I do have the auto and tabulator result. Todd has gotten onto the board. Well done, Todd. So Todd is job. on the board. Um, and then there's there's more points working all the way up to Lee, who has almost but not quite double second. Doubled second, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, yes, but he didn't uh, increase any points uh, this week. No. I think he's feeling nervous. I'm sure of it. Um, Speaking of feeling nervous, I threw a spanner in the works this week and presented everyone with an incredible opportunity to put huge amounts of points on the board. Did anyone take you up? No. So, So, I'm going to pretend that everyone didn't see it. I posted on the Facebook page a new mini competition that I'm going to now keep running until next week. Okay, so um, have a look on the the Facebook page, and you will see a a watch a video competition, and you have one chance of entry at this, but an incredible chance of getting lots of points. So check it out and have your one entry in, which you can't change afterwards, but have it in by four o'clock, I think I wrote, on Wednesday of next week, Australian Eastern Standard Time. With that out of the way, (laughs) it's it's time for... Irregular segment corrections. I'm I'm improvising this tune on the spot, and and I'm <laughs> very very sorry. Cool corrections. Uh, last week. Last week. We said that this was a New Zealand release ah. of Death of a Superhero, and it clearly isn't. No, no. Look, and I suspect what has happened um, is that the first person to enter. This particular barcode um, was a New Zealander. Could you let me see that barcode? Well, it has to be that barcode for me to enter it into that. Yeah. I would have scanned it. and but, but if you look at the picture, I think you'll find that it's just a sticker slapped in front of the Australian M rating. That's interesting too, because... Yes. The cover is almost entirely different. Oh. It is indeed. It's a completely different cover. So um, I shall fix that. The, the, the back is the same. fairly similar. Yes. It's not the same. No, the, it's not the, the same. The They're both different. identically different except for the other one. And some, some gradings this being is, done to... This is... Uh, Right. Gripping stuff as a visual medium. Now, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if this correction segment needs one more. Okay, so <laughs> extra points. No, it does not need further correction. 4pm was correct. Oh, good. Thank you. I couldn't open up Facebook because I've put a block on Facebook. Um, time, a time limit block. And I've exceeded my time limit for today on Facebook. 
<laughs> so thank you for looking that up for me. Um, let's move on. <laughs> Shake the phone and pick a film and then we'll watch the film next week. And we're down to quote-unquote 14. Quote-unquote 14. Or 13? Quote-unquote 13. Right. 13. I say quote-unquote because it's, it's a little messier than that, but quote-unquote 13. Okay. Would you be so kind as to give that stonkingly great large phone, faux phone, a shake? We're going back a thousand years and then a few hundred more years oh, to the fall of, of the, the Roman, Roman Empire. Empire. <laughs> right. Another film which I ordered on the recommendation of somebody who I probably didn't even know um, as, as one of the better um, sword and sandal type epic films. Because I, I like like myself a bit of Roman uh, history, and uh, a film that is now fifty six years old, and it's quite long. I think, I think the running time's fairly long. Yes, this is even longer than Boyhood. This is two hours and fifty two minutes. Almost three hours. We should remember we to should do it in the afternoon. To, to watch it in the afternoon. Mm. Yes, unlike Boyhood. Which we said we probably would, and then didn't. Yes. We're very good at our jobs. We, we are incredibly good at our jobs. My, my job I then, just dial it in. My job then was to get up at a time at which it would be reasonable to watch Boyhood and, in the afternoon. And did you do that? No. No, no so I it is didn't. absolutely all your fault that we didn't do that last and time. Both of us were supposed to remember. Yes. And neither of neither of us did. Right. Would you stick a pin in that then on mm. the calendar, and <laughs> we shall uh, endeavour to uh, set timers. As I'm editing this, I will set an alarm on my phone to remind us on Tuesday night to remember to mm. to do that mm-hmm. next Wednesday. Which we definitely, definitely will remember. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. No questions. None. None. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we will, we will record, as usual, the beginning and then watch the film and then record our thoughts. And then we will hold off for the, the, until the time has elapsed for anybody contributing to... All mm. of the random competitions that are running. And then record that segment yes. later that day. day. That's right. Oh, we've... <laughs> it's all going to bode well, isn't ooh, it? Really set ourselves up for, for something here. Mm. Uh, okay, well, do we want to... Uh... <laughs> I think... What's the alternative, Thomas? Throw me a bone here. I think... Yes. We might... Yes. For this this specific episode that we are now talking about... Yes. ...be ruined. <laughs> yeah, we're doomed. Mm. Damned if we do, damned if we don't. Um. <laughs> so, 
join us next time for the longest film in Still Under Wraps history, I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hopefully but, in but, the afternoon, yeah. but... We will make this sacrifice mm. for you, dear listener. And, and until then... Yeah. Uh, until until then. the fall of the Roman Empire, we shall catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a High Hello production. As he coughs in my left ear. Excellent. Levels, levels. Thank you. Levels. Levels. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry. It was, I'll, yeah. I'll edit that out. Potato. <coughs> <coughs> uh, Potato. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. Which I'm sure all of you have watched. Oh, it's my turn now. <clears throat> what is the plot synopsis? <coughs> you could have warned me. <laughs> I've got my headphones yeah, on. I... <laughs>